Hello and welcome to the Fencing Podcast. We are live-ish from the Junior World Championships in Turin in Poland. I'm Gavin. And I'm Sean. And we have a ton of things to talk about, I guess. Yeah, we do. Um, we're recording this on part of the way through day six of the, the competition, which runs for a grand total of nine days. Mm-hmm. So we've had all the sabre action and two-thirds of the foil. Yeah. But rather than plodding our way through absolutely everything, which mm-hmm. would mean, uh, I don't know, two-hour podcast, mm-hmm. we're going to keep it as uh, short and snappy yep. as our now flagging reserves of stamina will allow. Yes. So here we are in Torin. Yes. It's uh, rather beautiful. It's very pretty. Shall I give you my five facts, Sean? Yeah, please do. Are these stunning and comprehensive and heavily researched? They are heavily researched. I have been to Wikipedia. <laughs> well done you well done you okay so hit us with them well let's go for a number one we, we're just seeing how pretty it is it is it's uh, a it's a beautiful small city yeah it's very small big town big town I'd go for big town over yeah. a city yeah and, really uh, nice it's one of the few Polish towns that wasn't bombed flat in World War 2 so it's retained a lot of its character it's very pretty it is it is we like we like it's also the birthplace of uh, Copernicus indeed he said that uh, the Earth went around the sun, not the other way around. Smart guy. Smart guy. Well, I also got to say, oh, the, the arena's a bit good. The arena's incredibly impressive, actually. Uh, very modern. I'm not sure exactly how old it is, but it looks still very shiny and new. Um, a huge... Don't, don't quote me on this. I think it's four years old. Right. Okay, so a huge, big, black, shiny monolith, really, is kind of how it looks mm-hmm. as you're approaching it. It's really, it really puts some of the places I fenced into shape. <laughs> yeah, well, virtually all of them, I would have to say. Uh, yeah, I got, it's I got impressive. To, I got to meet another photographer called uh, Nicky Bruckner, and uh, the two of us made the same comment was like, gosh, there's actually light in a fencing hall. Mm. It's quite, uh, it's quite it's lovely. A, an important thing to you photography types. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the next fact is that the taxis are rather nice. Most of the taxis are nice. Yeah, yeah most of them are uh, big old Mercedes, which mm-hmm. are comfortable and accommodating and roomy and all that sort of thing apart from the one that i got yesterday morning which was a, a dacia something terrible which was tiny and plastic and rubbish whereas i've actually seen to have got the same taxi driver three times in a row <laughs> yes on first name terms now exchanging christmas cars later in the year yeah and i think my final fact is uh turn has a golden donkey it does a variety of interesting statues and Things around the dotted around the town, in, including a golden donkey. Yeah, it's, it's a visual, it's a visual treat. Not, I'm not sure what the golden donkey is all about, but the no. kids love it. Yeah, exactly. You can yeah. go and sit on it if you're really determined. Mm-hmm. Right on with the fencing. Yeah. So as I said, uh, we're kind of part way through. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not quite a midterm report because we're we're slightly over. But all the saber action on the first three days of mm-hmm. the of the event, starting with the individual junior events. Yes. And I've got to be honest, you watched a lot more Sabre than I did. Um, <laughs> I, did. I, I did quite a lot of wandering around Torin, though. Yeah, so, uh, I watched all, just about all the Sabre. And I have to say that after the third day of Sabre, I was totally Sabred out. Right. I, I couldn't, my eyes couldn't process any more uh, flashing bleeds. <laughs> it was quite good. Uh, the hall's lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really lovely. The On the first day, they'd set up a black background. This is another photography thing. A lovely black background. And they had these sort of uh, science fiction screens up. Mm-hmm. which were uh, displaying all manner of adverts and stuff like that. But I've not seen them since. So I think someone has said, nope, get rid of them. They're, they're taking too long to set up. So that's a bit disappointing because they were really impressive. Mm. Uh, so should we just get straight on with some results? Uh, yeah, we'll dive into it. And 
if there's particular things of interest, we'll we'll comment on them. But mm. um, first up was Junior Women's Sabre, yep. uh, which was won by Alina Mikhailova of Russia. Yep. Um, she beat Natalia Bateo of Mexico in the final. Yes. A bit of a surprise. Uh, Bateo won both the Cadets and Junior Worlds two years ago now mm-hmm. and edged out in the final uh, by well, not edge out. It was, it was reasonably comfortable. Um, I did watch this after the event. Mm-hmm. Um, a 15-10 win for Makalova. Uh, she looked properly classy, actually. And yeah, uh, she did. Never looked, never looked terribly stressed. Really, I mean, it was a comfortable win in her semi-final against the Italian no. uh, Tariko and yeah, 15-10 against Bateo, who's a quality fencer. Yeah, and I th- my money was actually Bateo to win, but okay, it yeah, shows it my, uh, my my knowledge of saber there. Uh, no, it's it's not an unreasonable bet, but I mean the favourite going into it would have been uh, Lisa Pustai of, of Hungary, who who finished sixth, who was knocked out by uh, by the Italian Tariko yeah. um, in the last eight. And I watched that, and I got the impression that uh, Pustai actually kind of assumed that she was going to win. Okay, and totally underestimated Benedetta, and it was just some uh, quality digging in by Benedetta to to win in the end. Mm. Uh, so good coaching by a coach, I think, as well, because uh, on the one minute break. Was she down? I can't remember. I don't think she was down. But uh, the scores were either tied or she was slightly behind. And then she overtook and, and won in the second period. And it was uh, it was really impressive from her, actually. All right. Okay. So, uh, uh, first Russian win to to get, to get things underway. <laughs> yeah. We like that, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, and Junior Men's Sabre happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, same day. Day yeah. one. Won by Lorenzo Roma of Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, beating... Well, I was going to say... It, it's written as George, but I suspect it's Georgi. Yeah, uh, I think so. of Romania. Yeah. Again, I I was busy looking at... Yeah, Lorenzo's got kind of... I can't put my finger on it, but I think Lorenzo's got quite an interesting style. It's hard to describe, really. He's just kind of... He's kind of small for a Sabreur. Mm-hmm. He's not well built and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, the sort of current model for, for male Sabreurs to be tall and powerful. Yeah. Roman not fitting the bill for that. No, no, not at all. Uh, and he moves. He moves. He moves actually very, very well as well. I saw a couple of his fights actually over mm. the course of the day when we turned up. Quite impressed. Quite impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. I saw bits of him fencing earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably. I think. Uh, I think I must have jumped ship round about the last sixteen yep. stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he did look good, and so I wasn't surprised. Yeah. When I found out later on that he'd he'd won fairly convincing stuff, won his semi final uh, against teammate. Uh, Minuzzi, 15-9, yep. and the final against Dragomir, 15-8. Uh, yeah. Luta, a quality fencer. Yes, yeah, so I think we'll be keeping an eye on him in the future, actually. Yeah, see, see what he does when he, Although, when he moves up into seniors. I thought that one of the things that, that, that sort of jumped out at me watching the Sabre was that there was a lot of... Well, we've, I've already said that Lorenzo Fent doesn't isn't what I would call a typical Monday Sabre, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of big units out there in the field. So yeah. if he goes and fences against them in the seniors, it'd be interesting to see how he manages them. Yeah, yeah, did it here in the juniors, but yeah, uh, yeah maybe a, a tougher ask when you you move up to the yeah. the senior circuit. Minuzi is quite similar, quite small. Yeah, um, Mitchell Siron, who um, uh, Dragomir beat, is uh, also a quality fencer. I think. Yeah, he's uh, quite quite tidy and quick. And has a sort of very, uh, very lovely dynamic style, I thought, as well. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Mitchell Saran of the USA taking bronze mm-hmm. along with Minuzzi. So, yes. uh, good showing for the Italians and the, mm-hmm. the junior men's sabre. Moving swiftly on to day two then. Yep. Uh, with the cadet sabre individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, su- surprise here. Natalia Bateo, who we mentioned earlier on, not quite managing to win the juniors. No. And... Even more comfortably managing to not win the cadets, yeah. uh, getting knocked out in the last sixteen mm-hmm. by uh, Batai of Hungary, 
Uh, so that's a that's a proper shock, I would say. Mm-hmm. Our winner here was uh, Luka Such yes. of Hungary, Hungary yeah. uh, beating Chloe Guin of uh, of USA in the final uh, with another American, Honor Johnson, taking the bronze along with uh, Benedetta Fossetti of Italy. Um, so a, a lot of countries already that are, are getting multiple mentions, mm-hmm. um, Italy, USA, yeah. Um, Hungary uh, appearing yeah. regularly. It, it uh, and probably with the exception of Patel uh, from Mexico, it's uh, USA and Eastern Europe that yes. uh, that are dominating the saber events. And if you're you're not from not from that part of the world or those parts of the world, mm. um, it seems your chances of making a, a an impact at the top end yeah. uh, of saber is yeah pretty limited. I mean, the, the guy that put out. Sorry, I'm going back quickly to the junior men's saber. The guy that put out um, our, uh, some that we know, uh, Jamie Craze, was uh, Arne de Ridder. Yeah, Belgium. Belgium. He made the yeah. last eight. He did, yeah. Which is a. It's not often you see someone from Belgium right up there. So, I mean, it's one of those things. Maybe it's one of these guys just have a slight. Uh, it's, it's, these things are all about small margins. Yeah, indeed. And that training in those. Uh Repeatedly successful yeah. environments uh, yeah. does does seem to pay off. Uh, particularly, it just struck struck me as particularly true mm-hmm. in in Sabre, though. Yeah. Anyway, onwards. I have to say that um, just to, before we move on, uh, Sucha's special skill is uh, a, a long and elegant lunge. That's what she can do. Every, but she doesn't seem to be done like by that. anything else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they step forward, she get lucky. She lunges and hits them. It was lovely. Right. Okay. So you're a fan. Uh, yeah, it was a bit, it was it was a bit repetitive because that's all that was happening. All right, but it kept working. Forward. So why yeah. stop? So why yeah. stop? Yeah. yeah, and there are worse things to do repetitively. Yeah, uh, that score hits. Mm-hmm. You know, there's far uglier ways to score hits than yeah. than a beautiful big long lunge. Mm-hmm. So onto the men's uh, men's cadet saber, mm-hmm. and another Eastern European winner, uh, yeah. but Ukraine this time with yeah. uh, Vassil Human. I think is the correct pronunciation. I'll go with that. Yeah, um, defeating Giorgio Marciano of Italy. So yeah. more more Italian high place finishers mm-hmm. in the Cadet Men's Saber. Some I watched a little bit of this again after the event. Mm-hmm. The final itself was pretty straightforward, but the semi final between Human and, and the uh, Korean uh, Lee was was pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. And I would I would recommend going to watch that if you know if you had to pick one fight mm-hmm. uh, from the, the Cadets Men's Saber. I thought that was the the best of it. Korea producing some some good results here. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't have the same kind of uh, domination or presence in the cadets and juniors and men's saber that they do in the seniors. Yeah. But uh, you can see um, all these athletes first, fencers yeah. after uh, developing through the through the younger age groups as well. It's worth mentioning that uh, Lee has what you might call the standard Korean approach. <laughs> it's <laughs> a power based sport. Power based sport. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the, all the uh, sort of stories about how how the Koreans train yeah. um, suggest that he will continue to progress provided he doesn't break. Yeah, so that's, but that's uh, fine. They've, they've got spares. <laughs> exactly, they'll have other another one waiting yeah. waiting to to roll off the production yeah. line. Again, human was good uh, quality stuff that, that I saw and kind of caught the eye. Um, Ukraine pretty strong in saber mm-hmm. um, at senior level. But not, you know, not featuring no, in the middle. It no. middles a lot at juniors and at junior and cadet level. But he no. he looked at another another quality product. And again, 
you know that's cadet, so they're still a bit further away from making that mm-hmm. uh, that step up to to seniors. But it'd be be interesting to see if uh, we can get another Ukrainian coming yeah. through, making an impact at seniors. Mm-hmm. So on to some saber team action. Yeah, um, junior women's saber team was well. It seemed largely to be, and again, we're, we're kind of skipping through this at high speed. But that did all seem to be all seem to be about um, Lisa Pustai trying to yeah. redeem a disappointing individual performance and drag her team to. To gold, which she which she duly did. I think that's a, a yeah, and I think that's a fair point because she was on a mission. Yeah, everything they put her on the piece, she was on a mission. They just got lots of points now because I was a bit disappointed with myself on the day. That was clearly what was going on. <laughs> yeah, it did seem to be that she was going to come away with some sort of well, come yeah. away with a gold medal, whether it was uh, from the individuals or or the team. Yeah. And uh, it turned out to be the team and uh, beating Germany in the final, uh, close semis, close final. They they just aged at USA forty five forty four in in the semi finals. Um, the Germany Italy one was another close one with a forty five forty three, and then Pustai clawing back. It was something like a five hit deficit in the final leg yeah. uh, against Germany in the final uh, to take it forty five uh, forty three. And uh, she did have a good shout about it as well. She did indeed. Like likes a good shout as most of the Sabras do, mm-hmm. but particularly uh, particularly vigorous and enthusiastic yeah. for. Uh, taking the gold in the in the women's saber team. If, if you're taking up the wacky stick, you need to have big lungs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Quality shouting. Very Quality important. Shouting. Very, very important, important part of your training. Yeah. yeah I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was uh, that was junior women's saber team. Uh, good, good result for Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're not a country that medals nearly as much as they as they once did. So um, they'll probably be disappointed to to not take the win there, having. Having kept themselves right in it and actually been ahead going into the final leg, mm-hmm. but uh, but that's the thing about women's saber in particular, big deficits turn easy. Yeah, exactly. So. The change of momentum can be uh, really quick and mm-hmm. uh, really significant. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, push time making that happen for for the Hungarians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judy men's saber team. Uh, I've got to confess, I didn't see any of this. Did you watch? Uh... Uh, I was in the room, but um, <laughs> at this point in time, I'm I, my will to live was. Being eroded by all the sabre I'd seen, I think you'd you'd been sabred out. And yeah, my my mind was mashed. You have no no recollection of this whatsoever. I, I was uh, in the room. I've got lots of pictures of it. Uh, right. I can't remember any of it. Yeah, uh, I think that's a fair comment. When you when you come to a, a, a major championships like a, a cadet and junior mm. worlds, uh, it does go on for a long time, and there's an absolute ton of fencing, and it starts early in the morning, and it finishes quite late in the evening. And when you look back on it a couple of days later, you think, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. So we're just going to go for a straightforward. Here's here's your results. Um, Italy won. Cool. Uh, they beat they beat Russia with uh, USA taking bronze. Well, actually, I do remember the USA France bronze medal match. That was quite exciting, and certainly the Americans were were quite excited about it. They yeah. made a, again, they made a lot of noise. I think it was a, in the end a, a 45-44, but I can't mm-hmm. be absolutely sure of that. Uh, the final itself a little more straightforward with Italy beating Russia. Uh, 45-39. So that brings us to the end of the Sabre action, which was, um, you know, again, neither of us pretend to be Sabre experts, but it was enjoyable and there was some high-quality fencing in there. And it's quick. Mm -hmm. So if you want to track it down on on YouTube, loads of good stuff in there. And as I say, a a few names uh, that would be familiar and ones that are not so familiar, you should definitely have a look at them now mm-hmm. uh, before they become big names in the seniors and you can say, ah, I saw uh, them when I was just some, something, something has just come back into my mind. Um, cause I, the the Russians are just big units. Mm. I remember watching that and uh, I took a nice picture of one of them 
swishing his sword around. She's came out quite well. Um, but the uh, but I remember watching them basically chopping everybody to pieces on the way up. Yeah, the sort of latest big Russian to come out of juniors, Lokanov, who won the junior mm-hmm. worlds the last two years, he very much fits that bill, and he's yeah. now uh, moved into the into the Russian senior team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be their their preferred style. Yeah. Um, big big Russian fencers, and actually virtually all the weapons seems to be the seems to be the norm. Yeah. Certainly tall. I don't think they're always as well built as the these guys were. No, possibly not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get to get to the foilists in a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that was that was saber done. Yeah, and um, yeah, enjoyable uh, and exciting, exciting, lots and of shouting, lots of shouting, <laughs> very much so. So day four of the action onto the individual junior foil events, and some really good stuff here. Uh, I would say actually, junior women's foil, from what I've seen so far probably had the highest standard overall. Oh, yeah, I think I'm, so. I'm ne- not necessarily a brilliant judge of the Sabre, but mm-hmm. I was really impressed by the junior women's foil. Um, some, yeah, some incredible matches. Lauren Scruggs of the USA was the, the eventual winner. Mm-hmm. Not without some struggle. She she beat Yuka Ueno, who won both cadets and juniors last year mm-hmm. in the semi-final um, 11-10 uh, and that was an absolute cracking match, really high quality. I would yeah, highly see, recommend when that. When you see eleven ten, most people will roll their eyes and go, and go oh, oh, I didn't make it Actually, I, I was I was there, it was really, really good. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. tremendous stuff. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a, a surprise departure in the last eight was uh Leon Ebert of Germany, who we've mm. spoken a bit about fairly regularly when talking senior World Cup action. Uh she's I think pretty comfortably in the top ten of the senior rankings, uh, but Scruggs beat her in the in the last eight fifteen twelve. Yeah, again another high quality match. Yeah. Uh, so the final itself was Lauren against uh, Favoretto of Italy, and again another another battle. I mean, there was it it wasn't somebody just sweeping to a win. No, uh, no not at all. But there was a you know a series of tremendous matches right the way through the day. Mm-hmm. So if you have a decent bit of time in your hand, hands, I would say. If you're going to sit down and watch one one weapon mm. for the the best of the championship so far, um, it would be junior women's foil. Yeah, I mean, I, I bumped into the I, I have no idea what his name is, but uh, Lawrence Coach or the American women's foil team coach in the pierogi queue, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> that's, that's uh, where all the gossip is. Yeah, yeah and I, I sort of congratulated him and said, uh, "Well done there with Lauren." He, he just sort of looked at me and went, "Yeah, but she never makes it easy." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's yeah. it. It's not a job to make it easy. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Perhaps be a little less, less nurse reading for our coach if, yeah. if if she did. But yeah, that was a tremendous, tremendous event. I would highly recommend taking a bit of time to to watch yeah. as much of that as you can fit into your day. Indeed. On the men's side, a couple of big departures that we've spoken about again in the seniors a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Itkin of the USA lost to his teammate uh, Marcelo Olivares in the last thirty-two. Yeah, it's a bit of a surprise. Uh, and Tommaso Marini, who was second at the Anaheim Grand mm-hmm. Prix uh, recently, uh, went out to Kiroborodichev of Russia in the last 16. Mm-hmm. Um, Brodichev is, I think, being earmarked pretty much as a star uh, in the making for, for Russian men's foil. And he duly went we com- on to win We it. commented on him in the CIP. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we were like, my God, this, 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 this kid is uh, holding up the entire team. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a thoroughly impressive fencer and mm. uh, well worth a win here. Beat his teammate uh, Vladislav uh, Milnikov in the final, fifteen mm-hmm. uh, twelve. Uh, had that sort of flat atmosphere of yeah. two teammates. So the you know 
they would score a beautiful hit. One of them would score a beautiful hit. They, they would have a bit of a shout, and it's just deathly silence in the yeah. hall. Nobody, nobody cares. Yeah, which, which is harsh because I have to see some of the hits were like I, 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 I meltingly good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know how Colonel Borodichev puts his arm into these weird positions. How does he do it? I don't know. He just does it, and then the light comes up. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was a high quality final, but yeah, lacking in atmosphere, uh, which was a mm-hmm. as I say, a shame. A shame for the fencers. You know, if you so, have yeah. your if you have your your image of what it's going to be like fencing in a in a world final, it's probably not this where yeah. only only you and your opponent seem to to really be interested, yeah. uh, which was a pity. Um, the other interesting thing was this one. In this one was the two bronze medalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mohammed Hamza uh, of Egypt, yes, taking the bronze medal. Um, Give Brodichev a, a properly hard time in the semi-final, mm-hmm. um, and Japanese fencer Fuji, uh, Rui Fujikura, yeah, the other the other bronze medalist, the sort of golden generation of, of Japanese foilists that uh, have emerged from juniors in the last couple of years, are now gone, and, and Fujikura seems to be the, the next one in line. He he did get a bit of a thumping in the in the semi final against Milnikov, but yeah. uh, good to see Japan keeping their their yeah. kind of presence felt in mm-hmm. in junior men's foil. So junior individual action uh, done. done. Super super exciting in the women's. Yeah, a little bit less so despite the high quality in the men's. Yeah, a bit of a shame. It was a genuine shame because Lauren wins the uh, you know the women's foil. All our, the entire team runs on runs onto the piece and starts throwing around the place. Mm. Um, the two Russians win nothing. Yeah, and the whole half half empty by that time as yeah, well. Everyone's got off, off, <laughs> off to get a pizza. Right. Oh yeah, two Russians. Yeah, time for more pierogi. Yeah. Uh, so time to turn our attention to yesterday's action with the the cadet foil individual events. Uh, no, no teams obviously in um, cadets. That's the other no. thing I forgot to mention. So the sort of structure for each of the weapons is junior individuals, cadet individuals, and then junior teams. I can't remember how I mentioned it, but yeah, Lawrence Scrugg is a is a cadet. Yep, there she is again. Yep, and uh, <laughs> there she is winning. Yep. So double world champion. That's a it's a good couple of days work. Yeah. Uh, but not not entirely straightforward at times. No. Particular match that we've we would highly recommend you going to watch mm-hmm. is her last sixteen fight on the blue piece mm-hmm. uh, against Postelnik of Israel. I guarantee you will be. Amazed, yeah. If you if you're not amazed by this fight, you're you're, you're dead. Yeah, exactly. You're dead. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, don't want to dwell on it, but there's plenty of talking points in there. So yeah. I would highly recommend that you go and go and track that down on YouTube. I'm pretty sure Lauren Fence pistol like the day before as well. Really, um, Yuka Ueno had a very tough fight against oh, her at the same sort of season last sixteen. Yeah, I think sorry, that was that's a, what I'm thinking of. I think that was an eleven ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say that she has a signature style. Yeah, that's undoubtedly true. Yeah, undoubtedly, it's true. really something you have to go and watch it. So yeah, I mean, we probably should try to describe it, but it's almost impossible to do. I think it's, uh, and, it's and really do it justice. Something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I might try and find a link just for that fight. I've already got one lined have up. Have you? Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, we'll, so we'll have to put that on our Facebook uh, Facebook page. Yep. Um, so the the later stages for uh, for Lauren's stately progress to double gold medal, uh, a bit more straightforward. Uh, she won her semi-final against Lorenzi of Italy, 15-10. And uh, fencing a, a Korean, uh, Hong Sien, 
in the final. Yep. Uh, who'd had a good scrap with the Russian uh, Rasilova in the semi-final, edging that one 15-14, mm-hmm. uh, but couldn't back it up against the sure. uh, rampant Scruggs mm-hmm. uh, with a taking a 15-9 win yeah. in the final. It was pretty straightforward. I thought it was interesting to notice, though, that um, in the latter stages of the cadet, she was more more aggressive than she had been in the juniors. Uh, yeah. Largely a defensive fencer, I would say. You know, mm-hmm. sort of not first impressions. I've seen her fence before, but most of the way through the through the juniors, largely on the back foot, largely on her half of the piece. The occasional mm-hmm. attack to keep her opponent um, sort of honest, if you like. Yeah. But it largely based a, a game based around a, a variety of. Uh, defensive actions, mm-hmm. whether it's a counter attack, nice parry reposts, making the attack fall short yep, yep. and picking it up herself. But uh, yeah, a lot more aggressive in the later stages of the cadets. So uh, I think I think that last sixteen that she had to go through really pumped her up. Hmm. Yeah, I think that really put some adrenaline into her, and that was that was it for the rest of the day. She was yeah, she was going to stamp her stamp her authority on it. Yeah, when she cleared cleared that hurdle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, impressive stuff. Two two gold medals for for Lauren Scruggs. Impressive. Mm-hmm. To say the very least, which brings our brings us to our final event that we're going to cover in this episode with the um, with the cadet men's foil. Yeah, and again, some some high quality stuff with this. Although, not going to lie, there's some really great fencing I saw in this. Yeah, really, really good stuff. Really was. Again, we get another Russian winner mm-hmm. with uh, Igor Baranikov. Again, uh, fitting the the current Russian cadet and junior men's foil template. Uh, quite tall, quite rangy, left-handed. <laughs> yeah. um, can can get a point on from almost anywhere, yeah. and high quality stuff. Probably the more interesting fencer though was the the French guy that he yeah, fenced definitely. in the final, uh, Paul Antoine de de Belval. Mm-hmm. He's a cracking fencer. Yeah, really exciting. Moves incredibly well. Very very quick. Not at all big. No, and it's a little pocket. Erwin, it's a pocket. Yeah, wrong hand, but yeah, has that same kind of intensity and fantastic movement. It was, yeah. it was a, a joy to watch. He beat uh, Franzoni of Italy in the semi-final. Really good, mm. really good one. And then made uh, Baranikov work very, very hard yeah. uh, for his win. I mean, Baranikov did did look the better fencer, but um, well, well, Belval wasn't wasn't good in without a fight. He, I know that, but he had a had a had a, a good variety. Yeah, he oh, absolutely. Do, he, could do, he was pulling hits out of everywhere to try yeah. and get to try and win, and it was really creative. I loved it. Yeah, no, I, was, uh, I was a bit disappointed when he didn't win. <laughs> Just, yes, yeah, that, that's that's me. Surely, surely you're happy with another Russian win? Uh, I'd have preferred if it was Paul. I'm just going to say that right now. Okay, fair enough. I yeah, preferred, I, I just preferred that would have been too. Yeah, maybe maybe a little harsh on Baranikov, uh, mm. who again another another high quality defense. Oh yeah, and, definitely. Uh, be interesting to see how all these. Templated Russians mm-hmm. uh, in cadets and juniors, yeah. progress and seniors. The the juniors who who performed here in the Russian team are yeah. are regulars on the senior circuit as well. And I'm sure it won't be long before mm-hmm. uh, one or more of them's making it some some big sure. breakthrough results in the same way that uh, Itkin and uh, Marini have done. Yeah, I think so. I think some of the some of the older Russians must be preparing to move on now. I would have thought you're going to think that after Tokyo, there's going to be gaps in the market yeah. for. Uh, Russian men's foil team places, and they they've mm-hmm. got a a Good collection yeah. ready to ready to step in. Should you, should we mention the the, the final uh, the final fencer in the last four, the Chinese guy? Ah, uh, yes, um, Zhuji. Yes, I think it's a pronunciation. I think so too. Um, first Chinese medalist of the of the championships. Mm-hmm. Impressive. 
tall, very athletic, moves incredibly well. Yeah, a bit old school with his uh, his, his arm action, He'll flick you from everywhere. Yeah, there's quite a lot of that in the in the cadets, though. In fact, think- all the men's foil stuff had, had oh, a well, fair I degree think- of flicking. Well, yeah, they did, but I, th- I think for me, there's something about something about the way that uh, uh, zoo fences. It just, rem- it just reminded me, I remember talking about this, mm. it reminded me of someone, I just can't put my finger on who he, who he reminds me of, but it's not someone recent, it's, it's right. someone someone older. Uh, okay. It's nah, just the way I he picks up the blade. For you. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the way he picks the blade up and flicks. Yeah. There's something about the way he was doing it. Oh, this just reminds me of somebody. Yeah. I just can't put my finger on who it is. So, the, I mean, the Chinese, the, the sort of standard of the squad seems to be wildly variable. Uh, they have... Mm a kind of naivety about them because they don't seem to travel much to, to junior world cups. Um, so they look a little bit sort of fresh faced, I think, mm-hmm. um, when they come to, when they come to the cadet and junior worlds. Uh, but you, you can't have feeling that with a, a lot of them, it wouldn't take much for them to, to turn into serious competitors, no, whether it's juniors like or seniors. I thought he was good. Yeah, he was quality and mm. performed well again for them in a, what looked a not particularly strong, uh, junior team as well. Yeah. He was the the court defender there amongst the amongst the Chinese men's foilist. So that's a I mean that's a fairly high speed run through, yeah. And hopefully it gives you a, a flavour of the things that we've particularly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Anything else that we should uh, we should mention? Oh, thanks to our lovely sponsor, of course, Liam Paul. Did bump into Ben Paul the other day, and uh, he presented me with uh, one of their lovely new entirely see through body wires. Yeah, I uh, do like shiny stuff like you, that. You do, Sean, and yeah. you were. Uh, and everybody out there should know that Sean is a foilist through and through. Shiny kit is where it's at. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad thing, Gav. It's not a bad thing. But uh, considering that I do EP and I just think, ah, oh, we'll just chuck that in the bag. Whereas you're like, ooh, this is a new shiny thing. Yeah. yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. Gav and I are in Turin for another, well, only another couple of days now. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably do our second broadcast covering the cadet and junior worlds once we're once we're back in edinburgh yeah which will be kind of sad but yeah with our feet up with our feet up though is probably the main plus point Mm -hmm. right so we shall speak to you then Mm -hmm. go to youtube yep find lots of quality fencing that we've hopefully pointed you towards i will be putting yeah i'll put that link to that particular fight Mm. on our facebook page because it's well worth checking out um oh before i before we go um uh, please do rate us on iTunes. It will help us immensely. Okay. We need to make sure that people get we get the word out that everybody knows that we're out there. So it would be lovely if people would uh, share the good news in a positive way. Thanks. Indeed. Pass the pod. Pass the pod. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So till next time. Uh, goodbye for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs>